a number of opinions that, that are flying, and then and really John and I figure it out and, and make our choices. You know, um, we've invested so much, and these guys have invested so much in, and it's a it's a challenging process because we don't want to let anybody go. But unfortunately, they had to in order to get their roster down to 53 players. You see some of the notable cuts right here. Again, this is a fluid situation. There's always a chance that some of these guys end up back with the team in some capacity. The Seahawks also with just one quarterback on the roster right now, but we would assume that they'll have a backup for Russell Wilson by next week. But all of that overshadowed by reports of a possible blockbuster trade that has gotten the attention of everyone around the league. Uh, as we welcome you to Seahawks Saturday night alongside former Seahawks linebacker Dave Wyman, I'm Aaron Levine. Dave, Jadeveon Clowney this afternoon taking to Twitter saying go time with a picture saying the Seahawks were trading for him. As of now, no deal is official, but if a trade is completed, what does he bring to the table? Well, he brings a lot of ferocity. The way he plays, he is incredibly athletic guy, and uh, you know he, he ran some ridiculous forty coming out of uh, out of college. But you just see how relentless he is, getting after the quarterback. But the other thing about him is he's a really good run player as well, and that was also I think as much of a problem last year, run defense, as the lack of pass rush is uh, going into this season. So, uh, you know, that's what you, you just see. This guy is a Pro Bowl caliber player, has made the Pro Bowl, and he's just a, a, a very dynamic type of player. That he, Here's what I would say about him. He's one of those guys that if you're about to play him uh, against him, you have to have extra meetings. <laughs> I mean, you have to have extra blockers. I mean, he is a problem for offenses. So very disruptive, and if this does work out, Boy, it really puts a whole new look uh, to this defense. Yeah, his stats don't always tell the story. He can be a game changer, as you mentioned. He still has 18 and a half sacks total over the past two seasons. Let's talk about the defensive line. Jaron Reed suspended for the first six games, but what would the front four look like if everyone is available with Reed and Ziggy Ansah and Puna Ford and potentially Jadevian Clowney? Well, the thing you look at, uh, basically you've got two guys with resumes in Ziggy Ansah and Jadavian Clowney, and that's not what you've had in the past. So the other thing, I'm just really excited to see Puna Ford. I think everybody is. And once you get Jaron Reed back after a six-game suspension, um, the other thing, LJ Collier. L let's see what he has. We really haven't seen that much uh, from him. He got hurt early on, but it's a, it's a good group of guys. I'm always expecting things from Rasheen Green. So, you know, there's a, a lot of potential there, but at the same time, you've got proven veterans once you get Jaron Reed back and ten and a half sacks last year for him. And then Puna Ford and the two guys on the edge, it's going to be all of a sudden this D-line looks like it could be one of the better D-lines in the league. And, you know, I know San Francisco that you're looking at there, they, they have a really good defensive line. But if Puna Ford is what we all expect him to be and then Ziggy Ansah and Jadavian Clowney play the way that, that they can and then you have Jaron Reed coming back after six weeks. Really good D line. And then, Not to mention, you got really good linebackers. Yeah, let's talk about that linebackers. If you combine the front four with the linebackers, is this potentially one of the best front sevens in all of football? Well, look, it, it, I still think the D line has to prove that. Right. But when you look at linebackers, absolutely. And you know, the guy who might have the best year out of that group right there might be Michael Kendricks. Uh, that game that he had against the Chargers was one of the best preseason games I've seen a player have and it's it's tough to get going in the preseason and you see the way they can use him they're going to try to keep three linebackers on the field so you mentioned that front seven those guys will be playing together quite a bit you know look we, like I said during the preseason you forget about a guy like Bobby Wagner he's the best linebacker in the league 
So, and then K.J. Wright also, you know, don't count him out. I mean, you saw the game that he had against the Cowboys last year coming off an injury, and I know it was a frustrating year for K.J., but still one of the better linebackers, and that certainly is the best linebacker group in the NFL. When you take a look at that list, the two guys that stand out to me that really felt like they earned a position on this team during the preseason, Austin Colitro and the former Husky, Ben Burkirvan. Burkirvan, I was so happy for him uh, last Thursday night because, you know, he's been flying around the field and doing everything right. He's really smart, but, you know, he just, things weren't going his way. But you see him making plays all over the place, and he's fast. Boy, and, you know, he's got great leverage. Not a big guy, but I think that works to his advantage. So really nice to, to see him finally be rewarded for all the good things. You know, sometimes you do things right as a player. You know, you, you get in the right gap, you make the right checks, all that, but then the plays don't come your way. Well, it was like he struck oil on yeah. Thursday night. So really uh, awesome to see. And that's what we saw at UW, 176 tackles. This is the hero of the preseason right here, Austin Kalitro. I don't think many people gave him a chance to make this roster with Cody Barton being drafted. And, you know, you got Bobby KJ and, and Michael Kendricks, of course. But Austin Kalitro is a starter in this league. And that's the one thing that's maybe disappointing for him is he's going to have a hard time getting on the field with that group in front of him. But this guy has made himself into a pro. And, you know, I always tell the story. I think you've heard it probably 12 times from me. He followed KJ around last year, even during, like, radio interviews, just how to be a pro. And uh, he, he studied. And you can see, like I said, I, I believe that he could start on almost any team in the NFL. 14 times. But the story never gets old either well, way. That, now it's 15. There you go. And now you've hopefully heard it for at least the first time. Again, the roster is still <laughs> fluid situation. Likely a few more moves between now and Sunday. We're going to continue to break down the roster that's coming up. Plus, we've got quarterbacks coach Dave Canales mic'd up, too. Anytime you get Cougar, you got to look for one to shoot off the top. Let's go, baby. It only takes one play to score. Cougar on the next one. Cougar on the next one. There's six. Onside kick. Onside kick. 